She's doing the male Pete dance. She just did the whole Mayo Pete dance. I spent like 15 minutes learning that the other day. Apparently, you got to start with the right, right? Yes, it goes right two times and then up. It's the, that's what I, where everybody fucks up is they go left first. Do you make like a box or do you go like right down, left down, right up, left up? It's the second one. It's right down, left down. Okay, so it's... So it's you aim both your hands down, right down, left down, right up, left up, and then oh, you roll. Okay, so then you roll your hands like maracas, and then you clap, and then it's, duh, duh, duh. and then you shimmy your arms. I fucking hate Mayor Pete so much. I, you know. I guess this is like maybe the first time we will ever get into like I've been trying to like stay away from electric election politics because like everyone else talks about it. Yeah, I don't like Mayor Pete either. Did you see that awesome thing he did with the Douglas plan support? I heard about the South Carolina. Oh, dude, this is hysterical. So okay, so Mayor Pete has this stupid ass plan for um, increasing like black business ownership called the Douglas plan. And it's basically the exact same plan that Kamala Harris put out that everyone mercilessly made fun of her for because it's so stupid and she had to pretend she never said. So what it is, is if you go to college on a Pell Grant, which is if you're very, very poor mm-hmm. and very academically inclined, you can get a Pell Grant. Uh, I got Pell Grants. Really? Yeah, I got like a shit. I got like a ton of money in Pell Grants. I didn't know those were for the super poor. I don't think you are accurate. No, I, I can show you my statement because I'm still paying some of them off today. Okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't pay a grant off. It's just money you get. I got Pell Grants. I remember the name Pell Grants being in the thing. I got an honor scholarship. I believe you. I believe that you are a very smart boy. We I don't poor. I right, anyway, don't keep going somewhere. So a Pell Grant uh, is money that the government gives uh, disadvantaged people to go to college. Um, Mayor Pete's plan is to, if you have a Pell Grant and you are black, or it, there's no race like qualifier in there but if you open you're gonna say there's no race like black people (laughs) fuck no (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) egyptians were black (laughs) keep going (laughs) if you get a pell grant and you uh open a business like within two years after college and employ x number of people they will wipe away your student debt if your business sustains itself for a certain number of years, which is fucking stupid. Well, like, and he's trying to build that as like he named it after like a abolition, a black abolitionist, and that's fucking stupid because who the fuck has enough business money to open a business immediately after college? White people. Yeah, I heard about. I heard about this with Kamala Harris as well. She was like, "You can have free college if you immediately start a business and do this and this and like." It was just sounded like this insanely complex thing. And like, what if you don't want to open a business? Like, what if you want to be a fucking doctor or something? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I don't like Mayor Pete just because he's too perfect. He's. <laughs> He's like this, like, Manchurian candidate kind of dude. I just get this, like, overwhelming sense of, like, of, like, just 
ambition from that guy that like scares the hell out of me. I heard the funniest. I'm not done talking about the Douglas sorry, Penn I'm thing, so sorry, I'm so sorry. but um, I heard the funniest fucking description of him. I think it was Matt Chrisman said something like. You know how Floyd Mayweather from birth was like taught how to jab and like uh, his dad was a boxing coach. Uh, Pete was Budigang is like that, but with job interviews. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Everything he says is like I, there is something that is so calculated about this dude. Whereas like with Bernie, he like barely got dressed before he left the house. Like. He never, he like Bernie Sanders probably never thought he'd be running for president. He probably thought he'd like be running for dog catcher or something. He just showed up on stage one day. He's like, "Where am I?" <laughs> exactly, and we were all like, "We like your style, Bernie Sanders." <laughs> like, like boomers think jobs work. Like, yes. he ended up like at the debate somewhere. I was like, "What is this?" And they were like, "You got gusto, kid. Get up there. <laughs> Get up there and talk about free health care." Um, but anyway, this, this awesome, uh, so he went to, uh, South Carolina to pitch his plan, which of course everybody thinks is fucking stupid when we know that because Kamala Harris already tried this. She tried it and got mercilessly ripped apart. But, um, his, he had a focus group of black people and they were like, what do you think of this? And of course, it's focus groups, so you format it to get the answer that you want. And everybody said that they, oh, they loved it. And he sent out a mass email to black, like he bought an email list of black voters and sent out a mass email explaining the Douglas plan. And then in fine print, it said, if you do not unsubscribe from this email list, we will consider you a supporter of the Douglas plan. And then he put out this awesome emo was like 4.5 million south carolinians love the douglas plan and that was like his method holy shit what a goddamn disaster (laughs) wait i also heard that there was some kind of like holocaust museum selfie of this guy oh that was awesome so um (laughs) it wasn't it was the holocaust memorial in berlin it was like this is kind of benign i think because he didn't even post it. It was his dumbass husband. Okay. Uh, he was. It, it, there's a picture of Pete Buttigieg just standing in the middle of the Berlin Holocaust Memorial, like just smiling. And then his uh, <laughs> husband took a pic, put the picture up, and said, "Like this guy." Oh my god! <laughs> wow, the lighting. The lighting was just so great. I didn't have to Photoshop this picture of. My hot, hot husband at the Holocaust Museum looking like a whole snack. Hashtag outfit of the day. Hashtag R.I.P. Oh, my God. R.I.P. juice. Oh, my God. (laughs) Something about him. He's also just kind of so smarmy. I don't. He's smug. Let me tell you. Yeah, the ex- he's smug. Exactly. Let me, let me tell you the exact moment I started hating Pete Buttigieg. Okay. Is uh, during the first debate that I watched. Uh, my I get really high and watch the Democratic debates. It's great. Ten out of ten would recommend. The first one that I watched um, had this awesome moment where Joe Biden was talking about universal health care, and he said something like. Everyone, if you like your plan, you can keep it. And then a little bit Warren was like, nobody likes their health insurance. They, they like their doctors, their nurses, their physical therapists, but they don't actually like their insurance company. And then Joe Biden was like, yes, that's why we're getting rid of insurance companies or something. And Julia, Julio Castro, was Julian that his name? Julian Castro, yeah. Julian Castro is like, 
You just said five minutes ago that if you liked your health care, you could keep it. And Joe is like so fucking confused. He has like no idea what is going on. And thank Bernie, the fucking saint, like pulls him aside and like explains what is happening to him in the middle of this debate. And then after this is over, Pete Buttigieg is just like, this is why no one respects the Democratic Party. Like, shut the fuck up. We're here to see a bloodbath. Like, ugh, mm. Uh, I like playing soccer, but I don't like it when the other team scores. (laughs) Why can't we all just get rid of the point system? Because it's a fucking debate, Pete. Shut up. People are literally watching it to see you fight. Yeah, that's exactly right. And if there's not enough blood, we change the channel. I want to see blood. Uh, uh, There was another one of these, like, sundown moments with Biden. (laughs) In the last debate, we were both watching the debate and we were so bored that we missed this. So someone brought up like domestic violence and like. Oh, no. <laughs> by the way, they didn't bring it up like domestic violence, good or bad. <laughs> like There was just like, I don't know, what will you do about domestic violence? And like Biden said something to the effect of you just got to keep fighting for domestic violence like. Uh, laws, you got to keep punching and punching and punching to get these domestic violence laws. And every other, every other candidate tried to help him out, just like you just said. They were all like, "Well, you know, yeah, you you, you do have to strongly advocate for domestic violence laws. You do, you have to stand up for domestic violence laws." And he was like, "Yeah, but you also got to keep fighting and punching and, and hitting punching. and pulling and." Oh, so you listen, you just need to take the, some quarters and quarters are uh, our domestic violence laws. And you put them in a sock and that sock is society. And then you just hit domestic violence with it hard enough to hurt, but not hard enough to leave a bruise. You take domestic, you take our existing reaction to domestic violence and you push it down the stairs. And then you tell domestic violence, which is bad and wrong to to tell people where to get these bruises, it got hit by a doorknob or got pushed down the stairs or fell down the stairs. So domestic violence has to give an interview now where domestic violence is like, I'm just clumsy, I guess. I hate domestic violence so much that I want it permanently removed from our memories. Domestic violence, when people ask you what happened, you fell down those stairs because I am ashamed as an American that we have not yet enacted these laws and no one will know what happened. <laughs> So anyway, so that's what Joe Biden said on stage. <laughs> and it really upset people for some reason. Who the crazy Biden or whatever the fuck. He is so fucking lucky that like nobody hates, nobody on that those debate stages hate him as much as I would just let him fucking die. <laughs> I know. They're all, but they're, the thing is they're Democrats. They have bleeding hearts. Like they're bleeding hearts and they're like, oh, that old man's making a mistake. That old man's about to touch the stove. He's been touching for 40 years. And talk about a guy named Corn Pop again. Corn Pop. You heard the Corn Pop thing, right? Yes. Oh, God. Explain the Corn Pop thing to people. Look, just in case you haven't heard it. I would ask Zwick to just play the corn pop clip right now, but it's so terrible. I don't know if I want to like ruin people's commute. It's also like long and goes nowhere. That's the thing. It's okay. Have you ever listened? Here's what I'll say about the corn pop thing. Have you ever listened to a toddler tell a story? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you ever uh, ask a toddler how their school went and what? Have you ever? Have you ever? Have you ever done a thing that you never did b- before? But but then then you did the thing and it that's basically what's listening to joe biden recall stories from the 50s is like yeah exactly like okay he keeps trying to get across that he grew up in west side story i don't know if he did something tells me he did yeah like the names of the gangs that he describes are like the show the shoe tappers and the show snappers like (laughs) the greasers and he's telling this story to these voters about how, like, how, like, it's not good. And he's like, these gangs I fought when I was a public lifeguard in a small town, they would, t- it wasn't enough to just stab someone with a regular razor. They would make sure it was a rusty razor. They'd take that razor blade and run it up and down the asphalt of, of, uh, of parking lots. And it's like. You know, getting stabbed with a regular razor would probably also kill somebody. Like, I get it. Rusty, I get it that a rusty razor is worse. You don't have to tell me in this big, long story the oxidization content of the knife you were not threatened with. Like, he he wasn't even threatened with a knife in the story. (laughs) You see, uh, back back when I was a lifeguard, uh, Latino kids didn't wear their shirts in the (laughs) pools. And he's like, there's this guy named Corn Pop, and he was a bad, he's like, he's quote, he was a bad mammon chamma. And it's like, no, somebody, no, no. Listening to this story is like watching that guy drink from the wrong cup in Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. Like, you just turn, you listen to him, like, you just turn into an inside out skeleton. And instead of his face melting off, it's just slowly his brain turns into slushy. Oh yeah, so uh, okay. So look, uh, we f- Google the corn puffs. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back after this. Welcome, everybody, to the Loudest Podcast, the loudest podcast down the internet. It's the show where two weird comedians discuss incredibly normie topics like the Big Bang Theory or Survivor. I'm your host, Asteris Kokonos. With us, as always, is Sarancha. Hello. Um, all right, Sarancha, there's a couple of topics here on the board that we have never discussed. Yes. Can we start with the awful new Tesla? You, yes, I'd love to. Yes. Because I think the new Tesla's cool. It looks like a polygon. But that's cool to me. Like, I like that the, I like that they were like, let's just make the DeLorean into a truck. Let's just make the Star Fox plane into a truck. Like, I know it looks shitty, but oh, boomers like that stuff. What shitty looking garbage? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That exact color silver boomers like because it's like the color from the time machine from Back to the Future. We let we were told that the whole future would look like stupid boxy polygons. When is my flying Tesla going to arrive? 
They have flying cars now. It's just we don't have the laws to use them. That would be a fucking disaster. Like flying cars would be a fucking nightmare. Like you, like people can't handle driving on the road. You think they can drive in the sky? You think the average person has the IQ or mental capacity to pilot a car? Yeah, because it's like, look, driving cars is dangerous enough. Like 50,000 people die every year from car accidents. Imagine how many more people you could kill with a flying car crashing into a building or another <laughs> flying car that causes an explosion. Were you laughing because you thought of 9-11? I'm laughing because I'm imagining some fucking boomer playing candy cush and driving, but the yeah. car is going like into the sky, like a random direction. And then it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <gasps> And they accidentally fly too high because they're playing Candy Crush. The engines stall out. Things freeze up because they're flying too high for the Earth's atmosphere to keep their engine running. Now, like, we have a boomer screaming as a plummeting block of ice lands on a public school. We do, like, if you look it up, there are currently, right now, in they're old, too. These cars were, like, in the 90s and the 2000s. There are cars that when you flip a switch, little wings come out and there's a propeller on the front of the car at all times and it can take off and land. Really? Yeah. It's just <laughs> very impractical just- because we don't have anywhere to put the, like, we don't have landing strips for flying cars. Yeah, really. Where the fuck are you even going to land that shit? Exactly. Like, you, like, the only place you can take your flying car is around a circle in your house that has an airstrip it's like you could only commute back to where you started in a flying car (sighs) that's why we need to make flying cars for poor works they'll (gasps) test them out first now i hear that you have been holding pork school yes i have for the porks Mm -hmm. can you tell me a little bit about pork school our new sponsor pork school pork school is the complete online learning experience for porgs uh it even includes job training we learn about things like uh government and uh politics and how to mine data from kids on tiktok and sell it to the chinese (laughs) waller even has a job now (gasps) what's waller doing uh waller responds to every tweet that a uh, Democratic senator makes and says, you, you need to learn economics. <laughs> Supply and demand. Supply and demand are both names of porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that Wallard is filling a role that literally everyone else on the internet is filling. But then if you think about it, it's like, we always need more truck drivers. We always need more teachers. Maybe we do need more people screaming on the internet at celebrities. That's his job. That's a, it's apparently his job now. <laughs> he does it so well. Oh my. Okay. Speaking of screaming at celebrities, I hear that people are upset with Chrissy Teigen about <laughs> something. Yeah, like the most the fucking stupidest. I hate everyone on the internet. Let me find this. Um, Chrissy Teigen made an insensitive tweet. No, I just. Oh, I guess. Wait. For, do you mind if I say something real quick first? Yeah. This morning, I'm trying to sleep, and Sriracha wakes me up, and she goes, oh, thank God, Chrissy Teigen got fat. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? What? And she's like, she's like, oh, Chrissy Teigen, oh, I make cookbooks. Oh, I'm- what were you saying about Chrissy? 
Listen, all I'm saying is I hate that bitch. <laughs> and also, I ain't buying a fucking cookbook for someone that fits into size zero jeans. Yeah, no way. Shit. Fuck off. All of those cookbooks, they have to like include an entire stick of butter every time because otherwise the shit that you make won't taste good. Like, she doesn't eat anything in that fuck. The only person that eats what is in their cookbook is Paula Dean. Like, that lady eats dump cakes. <laughs> you can tell that lady eats dump cakes. She invented a new kind of cake to get more cake. So she can just put Snickers bars in her cakes. Dump cakes. What an unappetizing name. I, and it, the thing about the dump cake is it made it so far. It was like... Beep. It was like, she comes up with a dumb cake. She talks about it on her show. They make cookbooks out of it. They make <laughs> commercials for the pans that they made. Like, they had to get, like, casts made for these pans, find manufacturers to make them at a low price, buy airtime. In the entire chain of decisions, no one was like, why don't we just call them wonder cakes? Everything cakes. Full of goodness cakes. Easy cakes. Yeah, exactly. Soda cakes. Because isn't the whole thing that she's like, I'm going to pour a whole can of soda into this? There's so many bizarre uses of soda going on out there. Wait, are you are you hearing others? Like, I watched someone on Tasty the other night make fried chicken, and a can of Coca-Cola was apparently integral to the recipe. Yeah. Yeah. So I've... They do that shit with beer cans, too. Don't like it. Where they make the beer can chicken. Where they like put a whole can of, they like shove an empty aluminum can of beer like up the chicken's gooch. And then I, I don't know if it's full of beer or empty. I don't, it's called beer can chicken. Like, uh, I'm almost positive that's like a really good way to get the aluminum poisoning that turns you into a crackhead. See, I thought you poured the beer on the chicken as a sort of brine, but I've never made beer can, beer can. There's <laughs> something with the. I assume that you putting the beer can in there so you could take it out later and stuff it with stuffing. It's like, why do you need this cavity in the? They need that cavity. They're happy, putting, they're filling this cavity with something. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! It's oh shit! It's Monday. Yeah. When people are hearing this, we should okay. This year might be the worst Thanksgiving ever for a lot of families. Why? Politics. Oh God. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We should make a group chat. Some Yo. kind of group chat or group DM or something. Something very easy to opt out of when it becomes overwhelming. Right. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Where we all sit around. It's like a support group for people who have to sit listen to their fucking boomer family talk about, I, I don't know how the Mexicans are taking all the Medicare or something. Yeah, that's my Uncle Ping. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I have an uncle named Ping, as in the Pong, and he will just sit there and just, like, he was, like, yelling at me about Obamacare. Oh, God. And at the time, I was, like, working on Obamacare. I was, I was like, crafting the, like, an advertising campaign for Obamacare. So I had to read, like, a thousand briefing books about this thing, and I had to, like, interview, like, the, the like top CEOs of like that were making the health. This was like in 2015 or 2014, like right when it was being introduced. So like I'm trying to explain to like my uncle, like actually like what you've heard is wrong. It's this. It's this. It's that. 
Like, I'm trying to, like, use, like, actual facts, and then he just keeps, like, screaming at me. Yeah, what the, wait, like, seriously, seriously, what is his problem with Obamacare? Obamacare is a disaster. I mean, like, this was, everything, (laughs) the healthcare system is a disaster. Like, it wasn't even, like, you cannot like the idea of, you could, like, not like Obamacare, but it's just, like, uh, it was just very, very... It was like a really, really bad Christmas. I just like remember him like getting madder and madder and yelling at me and yelling. And I'm trying to like explain to him like, well, under current health insurance, like there's a lifetime cap. So if you get cancer after $7 million, the health insurance will stop paying out. Like, so if you're 35 and you get cancer, you're definitely going to run out. <laughs> yes. And then you have a pre-existing condition, which means you can't get insurance again because the other insurance is like... Well, we don't want to insure someone that has cancer. We can't really make a lot of money on it. So I'm like trying to explain to like my uncle about like lifetime cap. I'm trying to explain to him about rescissions. Like there used to be a thing called rescissions where your health insurance company could just decide to cancel your health insurance because they felt like it. Yep. Like they would wait till you got sick and then they would rescind your health care. It was called a rescission. And like I'm trying to explain to him like all this stuff and he's just like, Yelling at me and getting madder and madder, and Christmas is getting more and more ruined. Man, you have to like be an insurance. Like, okay, like the universal healthcare thing. I under, I at least understand the arguments against it. I do not understand any. Like, no, I have the right as an American to just be dropped from my insurance at any time. Like, what? I I know. I like. I understand the argument against it if you're like, I don't want you using my money to take care of someone else. You take enough of my money in taxes, like, I want you to use my money the way I want you to use my money. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me. Everybody wants their money spent the right way. Like, the way they think their money should be spent in their head. is like the right. Like, you can't argue with that. Like, you can never argue with someone being like, I want to pay less taxes. It's like... Yeah, me too. Like, of course, I also want to pay less taxes. Learn economics. Oh, I know. Wait, hold Waller, on. Waller would yell that. Learn economics, bitch. I don't like being called a bitch by my own poor. I paid for you to come over here from, from fucking eBay. Learn- you flew here from China on my dime. It's true. He did. Your dad bought you a flight from China. This is how you thank our family. You're done. You're out. I'm making Thanksgiving dinner this year. I find it very interesting because you and I live on in very different worlds when it comes to Thanksgiving. Um, as everyone who's listened to this show knows, uh, my parents cannot cook for shit. Yeah. So every year, the task of, uh, I think, uh, my mom works at a hospital. I think she intentionally signed up to work so she doesn't have to participate. But this year... It's gonna be different. I'm making I'm making a fucking turkey because you can't not make a fucking turkey. But let me tell you, making a turkey, pain in the ass. Gigantic pain in the ass. You gotta leave that thing on your counter for days to <laughs> defrost it. You don't you do like a 24-hour brine or like a 72-hour brine? You do like some Super long brine, right? Yeah, let me give you kids a tip in the audience. You want to know why your chicken doesn't taste like chicken you make at home? Doesn't taste like restaurant chicken? Because it's come from Cisco. But besides that, 
restaurant chicken is also go chicken. That's exactly right. But it also is because um, chicken in restaurants, uh, every restaurant is brining their chicken. So here's a very simple way to make your food taste, any poultry really, taste a lot better, is you get a big tub of water, put a cup of salt, a cup of brown sugar in it. You just mix it up, and then you sit your food in there, your meat, for like ideally 24 hours, but if you only have like three hours, that's fine. And you take it out, and it will be like big and thick and juicy, and then you cook it, and it gets all juicy. Juicy chicken. Why don't we brine like everything? Um, I don't think it works with lean. Or wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like, could I brine a steak? Does brine have to? Do you have to brine the skin of something? Could you not brine like the meat? I'm pretty sure the skin is important to it, but I really don't know. I have to look that up. Okay, because I want to brine more shit. The thing I like about brining is I just let it. Go in there, and then yeah. I can go play a fucking video game. The same thing with sous vide. Have you ever sous vide something? Sous vide. <laughs> sous vide. D is d- silent. D- the D is for delicious, because the sous vide makes delicious Yeah, food. I've sous vided things. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you don't mind me saying, we have, our Thanksgiving are super different. Your Thanksgiving, your mom intentionally signs up for shifts at the hospital so that her daughter has to come home earlier and do all of the work. I'm not making fucking collard greens this year. Nobody fucking eats them except me. Wait, real, what's your plan? Like, what Like what dishes, what order? Walk me through the whole thing. Turkey, uh, stuffing or dressing if you're an asshole. They call <laughs> stuffing dressing? Yeah. Who the fuck calls stuffing dressing? Wow. I have heard that it is because you do not stuff. Like, stuffing is... Some people fill their turkeys with shit. I don't know what you would put in a turkey, but some people do it. Animals in the South (laughs) do it. Mm -hmm. And dressing goes on the side. So dressing is... I don't know. It's bread. It's chopped up bread. The key to good stuffing Leave it out for a while. You get the stale bread. Then you get that nice squishy stuffing. Good, very good with gravy. I think you should try stuffing. I think, okay, here's what you're missing with the stuffing. But Yeah, okay. Yes, you are literally filling an empty cavity in a bird. I guess that's the <laughs> second time we've talked about that on a lot of podcasts. Yes, like, yes. Hi. Speaking of filling empty bird cavities. Oh, my God. She just held up Smaller, who wanted food. Also, I'd like to point out that we also have a pork named Stuffin. Oh, shit. You're right. Over there. Um, the reason you stuff it is because then all, like, the turkey goodness seeps out of the bird and into that bread rice dressing mix. And, like, it makes it, like, a like kind of, like... I don't want to say brothy, but there's a lot of, like, flavor transference happening. Does it come out wet? You stuff the bird after. And, yeah, it's a little wet. It's a little soggy. Like, you take the bird out of the oven, then you stuff the bird. Because if you put the stuffing in the bird while the bird is being cooked, the stuffing will catch on fire. Because (laughs) it's not like a big, thick, frozen turkey that that tastes like... That you have to, like, cook on... An insanely high heat for an insanely long time. Like, 
It's bread. It'll just burst into flames. That's how bread works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, here's another quick tip for you kids at home. If you're making, th- if you, if your family also intentionally <laughs> leaves you <laughs> that day to all the cookies, you make a little. Everybody forgets to do this. You got to make a little hat for the turkey out of tin foil because if you don't, then the top of the turkey cooks way too fast and burns. Yo, that's really smart. Uh, how big is this? Tinfoil, wait, we're putting tinfoil hats on turkeys? This is the most Alex Jones thing I've ever heard. It protects them from the gay frog radiation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like that. Okay, little tinfoil hat on the turkey. Do you put the little socks on the turkey like in old books, buddy cartoons from the 1950s? No, no, I think that's just for decoration. The lamb shop hats. Yeah. Those little chef's hats on the yeah, turkey's so beans. Cute. I, I love beans. those things. Um, yeah, and then I'm making mac and cheese, maybe green beans if I'm feeling if I'm feeling jazzy. If you're feeling frisky. Yeah. If you're feeling froggy, you'll jump and make those green beans. Yeah, maybe. I'll see how I feel that day. And then dessert is just peach cobbler. I might buy a pie. I'm not making a fucking pumpkin pie. Get the fuck out of here. Have you ever made a pumpkin pie? It's a pain in the ass. Making pie is a pain in the ass. Tell me everything. I don't know. I um, I did see that William Sonoma has a little <laughs> porg pie... Por- Porg pie steamer. Say that three times real fast. Porg pie steamer. You stick it in the middle of the pie and he shoots steam out of his mouth. It. I didn't understand what this thing was for. I just knew that I needed to buy it. Okay. I, I have already, though, for Christmas, I have bought Sarancha. And it's just like, fuck it. it. The cat's out of the bag. I've already bought her three different porks for Christmas. I can't buy a fourth pork. <laughs> I get Everyone is sending me this Williams-Sonoma pork steamer. Okay, here's what a pie steamer apparently does. If you don't have a pie steamer, then your pie turns into soup or something? No, the pie overflows, like, out of the tin. Oh! So, the, okay, if you don't have a pie steamer, there's, like, a pie runoff situation. Yeah, because the inside of the pie... uh like when you get it too hot, it create can create a bubble, and then the bubble can pop and cause it to overflow. Okay, that also that sounds like it would also ruin the top of the pie. It does. It's a pain, and that's this is why making pies is a pain in the fucking ass. Jesus Christ! It's like you're building a bomb. It is. Oh. It's like that. So apparently, Williams and Sonoma has a little ceramic pork that you shove on the top of your unbaked pie, so that steam comes pouring out of his mouth. I might have to buy that for It's so cute. There's a ladybug in here also. Oh, my God. Wait, we should name that ladybug. Look, there he is. is I know. I see. Good it. luck or bad luck? I don't remember. It's amazing luck. Let's name that ladybug Doodles. Doodles. Hey, there, Doodles. Hey, Doodles. Please don't bite. Do ladybugs bite? No, ladybugs are like the best. Ladybugs rule, as does the Jonathan Brandis um, uh, uh, film Ladybugs about a young boy who has to dress up like a girl in order to help girls win at soccer. And I know, very sexist in the current climate. Very sexist. Back then, that was great movie watching. What year was that? Uh, 1992. Oh, damn it. That sounds like Bend It Like Beckham with extra steps. <laughs> Wait, what? Bend It Like Beckham? Bend It Like Beckham is literally the movie where Amanda Bynes cuts her hair off and pretends to be a dude to play soccer. Oh, no, that's not Amanda Bynes from the Amanda show. She's the man. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. That's the movie. Bend It Like Beckham has, isn't that Catwoman? It's, uh, 
thought it was Anne Hathaway. And, yeah, I thought it was but Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. I don't know these things. I don't know. Okay, anyway. <laughs> she's the man. Did she's the man and Ladybugs come out in the same fucking year? Also, wait a minute. I might be getting the plot of Ladybugs super duper wrong. That happens a lot, though. Like, somebody will go and sell a script to multiple studios, or like an idea to one studio, and then go and sell a slightly different idea to another studio. I've heard. Yes, that absolutely does happen. Um, like, that's what happened with Party in the USA and. And California Girls and that Kesha song. One songwriter sold the same song to three different artists. Awesome. Yeah. It was. Do, do, have you have you ever heard the remix of all the songs where they all sound exactly the same? It's everything. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Okay, wait. Thanksgiving. What if you just don't do green beans or... Like, what if you make this a vegetable-free Thanksgiving, a.k.a. the best Thanksgiving? The best Thanksgiving. Um, I'm, the only thing I'm really uh, jazzed up to eat is macaroni and cheese. I can make really, really good baked macaroni and cheese. Ba- macaroni and cheese is one of those things where there is, like, there is, th- it's either the worst thing you've ever eaten, it's, like, the most low-class garbage, or... It costs thirty dollars for some reason, and it comes out in its own like cast iron thing at a restaurant. Yeah, see, this is so interesting that your brain immediately goes to restaurant macaroni. Asterius's family, uh, the privileged fucks that they are, go mm. to a restaurant every a buffet for Thanksgiving. Your entire family does, right? Yes, we do. We for a long time, my mom would spend like three days <laughs> making all this goddamn Thanksgiving food. And then we'd have to clean it all up, and there would be people over at her house. That's the primary reason we go to restaurants now, <laughs> is to keep people... My mom and dad hate when people are at the house. Literally, one time, I wanted to bring over a girlfriend of mine to the house, and my dad literally said out loud, but then I won't be able to sit around in my underwear. And I was like, this is the most I've ever related to my dad, Right now. And that took, because before then I was always like, hey, come on. My girlfriend wants to meet you guys. It's just a weekend. It, this is the kind of thing, we're at the step in the relationship where we're meeting the parents. I've met her parents, now she's got to meet. And then I was like, you know what, Dan, you're right. And I dumped that B word the next day. Did you really? No, of course not. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, um, but, but, the yeah. Fuck? My dad definitely made a very strong point with that. You're mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. So, so we for the past couple of years we've been going to the same restaurant. It's a thing where like for forty dollars a person you get to eat unlimited food. <laughs> yes, that is how buffet works. Sorry to explain <laughs> buffet to the audience. And um <laughs> and. What was I saying? The there's, a, there's a piano player there in the middle of it, which is dope because most of the time he plays like the the kind of classical music that the Blues Brothers would interrupt. You know what I mean? He's just playing like Claire de Lune and Pachelbel's Can, like the the music that Homer Simpson gets beat up to when he tries to sneak into a classy restaurant. But then he always learns like one or two songs every year for the kids. Like, I'm trying to think of what's... 
Yeah? Because I went with you to this restaurant. It was frozen. Yes, when we were exactly. There. And he's just playing like, bum, 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 bum. And he's like going hard at the keys. It's like Rachmaninoff's frozen. And all the kids stand around and just watch this guy playing. It's really fucking cute. Lose their shit. They lose their shit over Let It Go and Baby Shark. I don't know why, but they turned the fuck up to yeah, those. I fucking love it. One time... <laughs> I was in the middle of, this was actually very recently, I was in the middle of a pitch, and I'm working at like a big tech firm now, so everyone is constantly telecommuting, so like everyone is constantly like on a little camera talking into Google Hangouts from home, so like they'll have their babies on their laps sometimes in the middle of like these big pitches, this one time like I was on a big pitch with a client, and it wasn't going great. But then one of them pulled out a baby, and I said, like, hey, I actually have an idea for, like, a, an interesting new direction we could take this in. What do you think about Baby Shark? And the kid's eyes, like, lit up. And the, and the woman was like, what are you talking about? And I go, what if we used Baby Shark? We were talking about, like, software. <laughs> we were not even talking about music at all. We were talking about, like, how to compile a fucking spreadsheet. And I started going, Baby Shark, Baby Shark. Baby shark, do 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 do, baby, and the kids started clapping along, and it saved the meeting. Are you wow? I've never told you that because I didn't think it was funny. I always thought it was kind of cringy that I did. That. It's cringy, but not for you. It's cringy for whatever uh, software executive was like. Oh, I know that. I'm a clapping seal. <laughs> no, the kids started clapping, and the kids. No, but yeah. I mean, like the software is like baby seal. I recognize that. Or, or, or. <laughs> we all had something in time singing Baby Shark and this lady's kid. It was so cute. Oh my God. Oh boy. I feel bad for parents. I feel bad for your brother this year because um, the mm. hot toy. Oh no. Uh, one of my clients is a toy store. So I had to write an article about a hot toys of the year. And um, apparently the hot toy this year is a Baby Shark doll. That you squeeze and just sings the entirety of Baby Shark. Okay. Hey, isn't this like two or three years late at this point for this doll? I have no idea. When did that come out? Baby Shark. Okay, I'm going to go to know your meme yeah. real quick. Look up. But, but also, you know what? It's late, but I don't mind it. It's like if your friend shows up late to the party, you're still happy they're there. How much is this doll? Like 20 bucks. I predict that a lot of batteries are going to go missing <laughs> this Christmas. <laughs> oh, no, it broke. Oh, no, it got caught in the shredder. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have possibly saw this coming? All right. Everyone listening to this, the most, as the president of, Spiteful, of, of uh, Spite Incorporated, the most spiteful Christmas gift you could give your friends family is this doll it absolutely is this doll you will ruin their 2020 <laughs> that's so great it's the gift that's also a prank but the kid's gonna love it so you're a hero and give the kid a uh, card like one of your business cards and say if this ever mysteriously stops working you call me i will gut the baby shark and give it a new voice box oh that's so goddamn smart i will take baby shark to the baby shark hospital also known as amazon.com <laughs> but first you can do baby shark amazon.com slash more baby shark oh one thing i want to say about the dinner that we all go to every year before we take a break is um 
Okay, so here's so my mom and I every Thanksgiving we make a game out of who can. Okay, so at this restaurant they have foil wrapped chocolate turkeys, and they they they're all on like a table. And as you come in, you're supposed to like just take one turkey, you know. And honestly, like if adults aren't supposed to take any, they're for the kids. Yes. <laughs> my mom and I make a game every year out of who can steal the most chocolate turkeys. So like. Every time we pass the table, we'll go like, oh, we need to get a chocolate turkey for Francis. And I'll take one. And then my mom will go, ah, but we also need a chocolate turkey for Jessica. And we take one. And then we wait a little bit till there's other people at the turkey table. Then we come back and we're like, well, we need a, ta- a chocolate turkey for Lucian and a chocolate turkey for Denise. And then one year, mom got 10 and I got 12. And then the next year we came back and there was a sign on the table that said, One a piece for children only. And I took a picture of that sign. I remember that. And I was like, I'm the reason they have that sign. Me. Me and my mom. Me and my mom and my children with names from the 1860s. (laughs) My children from names that I'm pulling from a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Yeah, you need to. That's why you got caught is because you're using names. That sounded like uh, fucking Jane Eyre characters. Are you telling me that there's no... That, okay, I'm going to list some names real quick. These are the names that we gave when we were getting the Child of Turkey. You're going to tell me these aren't, these aren't modern sounding names? Cristobal. Cristobal is a good one. Okay. Um, sequin. <laughs> Sounds like stupid ass hipster names. I was going to say, like, you need to go over there and be like, oh, okay, one for Chloe, uh, one for Madeline, and one for Blueberry Yogurt. <laughs> okay, those all sound like much better names, but Desmond Sazerac, are you telling me that that's a name that might, if I went like, ooh, a turkey for Desmond Sazerac, and then saying like the third... Desmond Sazerac sounds like a name of like a dying prince, like a, a kid with rickets or something that can't leave his room. Hey, Desmond Sazerac needs more turkeys than ever. Yeah, that's why he needs six turkeys. This might be his last Thanksgiving. You let Desmond Sazerac eat. Okay. And of course, the last name I'll bring up is Kyber. Are you telling me that Kyber Cristal... Is not a good name for a baby. What would you name your kid if you have a kid? Huh. If I have a kid, I, my plan has always been to adopt. Do they come with names when you yeah, adopt? Yeah, the thing is, like, they come with a name, so you got to get them like young enough so that they don't know that name. It's yeah. like with a dog. Like if a dog, if you adopt a, do- a dog named Barry and he's twelve years old, you can't just start calling him Phil. He won't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Gotta get him young enough. So, like, whatever the kid I adopt will probably already have a name. But just in case, how about Noodles? You didn't name your kid Noodles. Yeah, how about Noodles? Yeah, you should stick with dogs. You definitely should stick with dogs. What about Meatball? (laughs) Hey, Meatball, you failed your math test. You fucking moron. Oh, now who's the bad parent? Why don't you sit with Meatball and maybe try to show him what he's done wrong instead of just yelling at him? Oh, man. You remember that as a kid just sitting at... Brooklyn! <laughs> yeah, no, that'll probably make traffic go fast. <laughs> just lay on the horn for 40 minutes. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that as a kid. Just I have so many memories of just sitting at the kitchen table, bawling my eyes out. My mom yells at me trying to explain math. Oh, yeah. One time, 
I was so bad at math that one time my mom was like, you have to call your Uncle Bob, who's a science teacher, and he will explain to you this math. I remember like being on the phone with Uncle Bob for like two hours, and I had to... I didn't understand any of it at the beginning, and I definitely didn't understand any of it at the end. But I had to, but I didn't want my Uncle Bob to feel bad. So I was like, yeah, Uncle Bob, I get it now. Yes, of course, coefficients, sine waves, cosine wave. Oh, I'm going to do so much better in math and in life. Thanks to the fact that you spent two hours after teaching a bunch of kids in the Bronx science, like, on the phone with your idiot nephew trying to teach even more for free. I love you. I love math, Uncle Bob. I love it forever. I'm going to grow up to be a math-stronaut. A math-stronaut. <laughs> I felt so bad for my Uncle Bob. That's rough, bro. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I know. But I was like, well, that's, I was like, uh, he's spending so much time. You've met Bob couple uh-huh. times. He's the bald, quiet guy who hangs out with my aunt, Siongi. Was he in Florida? Yes. Yes, I remember him. Yeah, he's, he's, I love him. He, the thing, it's like uh, around Christmas, we, the, I, we always did uh, the holidays at their house. And I always looked forward to it because they had all these Rocky and Bullwinkle VHS <laughs> tapes. And it's like, I didn't have to like talk to my relatives. I didn't have to like do shit. I could just like sit in front of a TV and watch this old weird cartoon, this old weird Canadian cartoon from the 1960s, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Ah, yeah, some ASMR, listening to Rocky and Bullwinkle while your parents fight in the other room. Oh my God. Oh goodness great. Oh yeah. So speaking of family fighting, before we go to break, how about this? Instead of a group text, what if it's a mega you? What if it's a mega thread on Twitter? Like we'll just tweet out like Thanksgiving family stress relief thread. Reply to this comment about the bullshit that's happening at Thanksgiving, and then other people will reply to you with like support. I like that idea, but I also like the group chat idea. Can you figure out? Th- I don't know how to do a group text. What if we all did Google numbers? And okay. then we all got involved with one another, and we all did a, like, it was, I think this is the best use of the internet that okay. we could have. All right, let's do this. Text me, 347-705-7617. Text me, I want in on the Thanksgiving group chat. Me too. Okay, 347 you text me, say, I want in on the Thanksgiving group chat. Then I will take everyone's numbers. We'll set up a Google Voice number for you. Yeah. And we'll set up like a mega thing. Once we have the phone numbers, we can do the rest, right? Oh, God, yes. All right. We'll figure this out. Okay. Let's make this Thanksgiving not terrible. It's happening. We'll be back right after this. All right. Um, hey, Sriracha, I got to go take a shit like an eagle. Can you talk about the hot new posters available at patreon.com slash stairs for $15? Shit like an eagle. Be right back. <laughs> Shit. Oh, yes. You guys ever heard of patreon.com slash stereos? No? Fuck off. Yes, you have. This is your first... This is your first rodeo. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Stereos. We have, we always do cutesy little benefits. Well, not always, but most months. And one of our benefits coming up for Christmas is we got posters. We got Bird Mommy, Bird Daddy. 
posters. They are great. You could keep it. You could get it signed. You could um, give it away to your friends and family members. Look at that. That's so cute. I'm going to keep one. I'm going to put one on my wall. She even got my butt chin, right? (laughs) It looks amazing. It takes a lot of talent to do that. And look, there's so many little cute little references, too. I'm wearing the CWC, the classic... Uh, I got the heterochromia, just like Chris uh, draws in the comics. <laughs> got birds here. We got a stereos. This is maybe the sexiest picture I've ever seen drawn of a stereos. It looks uh, fantastic. It's got a little cigarette, patreon.com slash stereos. It's great. It's awesome. You will want one of these. And you can get it. You just got to subscribe level, you'll get access to the live stream in my comfy robe. You can see my comfy robe, probably nip slip at some point here. If Wallard wasn't here, my tits have been uh, getting dangerously close to exiting their assigned seating this entire episode. Uh, Patreon.com slash serious. It's good. It's good. (laughs) It's so cute. Can you can you just say one more thing? Can you say that like if you pledge by uh, thirty days of September, pledge by November thirtieth, and you will get these before Christmas. Pledge by November thirtieth, and they will be in your mailbox before Christmas. Make great gifts. All right, cool. And there's one more thing. Say say pledge fifteen dollars by November thirty. Like I just want to make it, like crystal clear. You want this shit? Of course you do. Pledge fifteen dollars before or on. November 30th and they will arrive to you inside of your mailbox or your post box if you are in England um shipping not free for not Americans sorry guys it's too fucking expensive it's it obliterates all of the profit I wish we didn't have to do it but we do (laughs) blame your stupid ass postal system Cost fifteen dollars to ship shit. Over That's here. nuts. And these are going to be even more expensive ship because they're big posters, right? And we're not going to eat. We're not. We're not even charging you the full shipping about. We're charging what? I think. I think overseas has to add ten dollars for shipping. Ten dollars. That's a bargain. Because we're then it's because it's probably going to cost like twenty dollars to ship these overseas. So like we'll eat some of it. Like we're not monsters. Mm-hmm. We will eat. Everything in the we will eat McDonald's hopefully soon. I'm hungry. <laughs> Patriotic. I'm such a serious. <laughs> the squatty potty is great, but we can do better, and we owe it to ourselves to do better. The squatty potty is now what five or six years old. Yeah, I think what so. are you still using your iPhone too? Of course not. We're consumers. The new thing is the better thing. What if it was? What if we could get like advance the squatty potty to the point where the potty could hold you as you squat and then it also pulls your ass cheeks apart <laughs> yo okay so the squatty potty raises your feet two robot arms come out from the bottom of the stool they wave hello to you first you give them a little high five and then they cradle you like a be- the beautiful bird that you are they, cra- they cradle you they rock you back forth the robot arms do it da- you kids like this do you still like the dab right no the dab is illegal in saudi arabia now I'm sorry, what? You've heard that. the da- Dabbing is legal in Saudi Arabia because it refers to a drug. Dabbing is illegal it in is- Saudi Arabia. Because you, here's the first thing you said. Dabbing is illegal in Saudi Arabia. I said, what? You said, you've heard this before. No, I haven't. Then you said dabbing is legal in Saudi Arabia. 
You misheard me. Dabbing is against the law in Saudi Arabia. There. What? Wait, it refers to a drug. No, it doesn't. It's just like a fun dance. I shit you not, a uh, Saudi Arabian like music, like music, pop singer got arrested because he dabbed in a music video and he got fined something like $2,000. Wait a minute. That's it? Two grand? Oh, I don't remember. I'm just spitballing. Okay, because here's the thing. Now my nickname is the $2,000 dabber. I'm going to look up how much you got fined because that's not... I'm I'm just saying a number. <laughs> I'm raising money. I'm going, hey, send me a super chat so I can dab next. I'm turning for two thousand dollars, I'm turning dabbing into social currency, uh, uh positive campaign, spread and change one dab at a time. Fifty percent of all dab donations or dab nations go to build other nations. It's so funny. The Wikipedia article for dabbing's yes. origin, popularity, illegality in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> It's got its own section. Uh, in Saudi Arabia, uh-huh. dabbing was made illegal by the National Committee for Drug Control as it was deemed that it alludes to cannabis and other illegal substances. In August of 2007, Saudi actor and singer uh, Abdallah al-Sharina... Shaha Rani was arrested for performing the move at a music festival in Taif and afterward apologized in a tweet. <laughs> where's the Where's the fine? Oh, I don't know. Was he caned or anything? Probably. That guy's dead now. <laughs> they would say it in the Wikipedia article if this guy was caned. I'll apologize for dabbing all day and then dab again and I'll go, oops, so wait a minute. Remember sorry, not sorry? I'm bringing that back with the dab. I'm writing sorry on one hand, not sorry on the other, and going, uh. Oh, no, here's how I'm doing it. Sorry. Not sorry. Don't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wonder if that makes this stream illegal in Saudi Arabia because oh you just dabbed. Listen here, Saudis. Is you it, listen to me. Uh-huh. Oh, I wonder if it's one of those things where it's just illegal to dab or if you cannot consume any dab related material. <laughs> I know what you're saying where it's like it's not legal to sell weed, but having it is OK. Correct. Right. Listen here, Saudis. I'm going to dab all I want unless you pay me your Saudi blood money not to dab and then I won't dab. I'm for sale. The WWE does shows over in Saudi Arabia. Blizzard is kowtowing to the Chinese. Oh, no. Chinese this, that, that. My morals are for sale. You, Saudi Arabia, you could consider me another precious natural resource. You pay me enough money, Crown Prince Abdul. Probably uh, Muhammad. <laughs> it's not Muhammad. It's Crown Prince Abdul Abdullah. You, Crown Prince Abdullah. <laughs> you pay me enough money, Crown Prince Abdullah, and I will become an anti-dabbing advocate. I will become America's first. Uh, America's first. Don't dab fluencer. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. We need that money, but I don't know how. We need to somehow get to Saudi Arabia first. No, they can send us the money here. We send them money. They send us oil. They send me money. I'll send them a complete lack of dabs. I love that. Unimpeachable logic. This is really good. This is great. Okay, hold on. I'm going to get a glass. Do you have enough water? Yeah, I got my gallon over here. Okay. I just need to get more water because I just kept screaming about dabs. Oh, that's oh, okay. There's one more thing I want to say about dabs. Tell me. I am amazed at the staying power of dabs. I found out what a dab was like two or three years ago from my 55-year-old boss in the Navy. What the shit? Wait. And he found out what dabs were because the Fox football robot was dabbing. 
And, but the other day, I'm on Twitter, I'm still seeing very young kids dabbing. You know what I mean? Blue jeans, chicken fingers, and dabs. Staying power. I was going to say, they're like minions in that I thought it was going to be gone very quickly, but lo and behold, I have vastly underestimated the staying power of the dab. They are not like minions. Well, A, I like minions a lot. You know me. Minions I'm a big minions. fucking suck. Okay. I want to punch Kevin in his fat fucking face. You're literally holding a bird named Kevin right now. You need to tell him that you don't mean him. Not you, Kevin. The fat fuck. I want to punch Stuart in his goddamn stupid mug. I want to uppercut Bob. I, I would love to beat the shit out of Bob. I want to take a power. You want to commit regicide against King Bob? I want to get one of those drill. What's the short chubby one? Bob. Is that Stuart? That's Bob. I don't remember. I think it's Bob. I yeah. I know. I want to literally kill Bob. I hate Bob so much. You I hate his smug. About a power drill. You want? You want to? What do you want to do to it with a power drill? You ever port? seen Saw Five? Like the first thing in Saw Five is they need to cut off their arm or else the power drill drills into their brain. I want to do that to Bob. I hate that minion so much. <laughs> You don't disrespect the king of England, the rightfully crowned <laughs> king of England, Bob. He removed the sword Excalibur from the stone, milady. I hate his fucking smug little grin. Yeah, he hates your fucking smug little grin. I'm going to beat the shit out of Bob's Bob. going to beat the shit out of you. No, he won't. Yes, he will. Go get your water. <laughs> okay, here's what a long time ago. I got to pitch the minions business. Oh, God. And here's what I here's why I like the minions. Okay. Yes, in America, the minions have been ruined. They're the symbols for anti-vaxxers and Karens alike. Mm -hmm. You can't, anytime you see a minion on the internet, you're going to have a bad time, right? Yes. We can both agree on that. Here's why I like the minions. They don't have, they don't speak English. They speak a patois of every language. They'll um, say moussaka, which is Greek, but then they'll say other words from other languages. They speak a patois of every language. So if you're a little kid watching cartoons and you see the minions come on, you think this is for me. You watch Despicable Me and everyone's clearly speaking English and it's dubbed in your language, but you know it's not for you. And you kind of feel second placey. I'm imagining some poor little Greek kid named Asterios watching like G.I. Joe or whatever and being like, yeah, I guess we don't make good stuff in my country, so we have to get shit from America. But you watch the Minions, these kids are running all around the globe, speaking every language, bopping each other on the head, having a good time, the Minions. I've heard that the Minions is insanely popular in China because, like, it's a way to participate in American culture without speaking any English. That's Literally what I said, only a much shorter version of it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, that's how I felt. Like, watching something knowing that it's not made for you. That's how I felt on the plane uh, going to Indonesia. I flew China Eastern Airways, which, let me tell you, very, very limited entertainment selection. And I was sitting there, and I'm flipping through the... You know how, like, on an airplane you have this seat? The, the, the little TV. movie thing? Little yeah, TV. I'm flipping through them, and it's like... Toy Story 3, Aladdin, and then seven films about the Communist Party. And I'm like, holy shit. You could, it's probably very limited, like, what type of American entertainment Chinese people can consume. So this is probably heavily influenced, but no, I watched Toy Story 4 on the plane, and it was like half of the screen was taken up with Chinese subtitles. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Woody, Cowboys, America. Buzz Lightyear, 
Spacemen, America. Minions, tiny, yellow, weird creatures. They, they say moussaka. They say bello instead of hello. They say beetle, beetle. They say beetle, beetle. They love bananas, the universal fruit. That's true. Exactly. Take a banana, put it in front of your face. Now you got a smile. Works in any language. Flip it over. Now you got a frown. Unpeel it. Put the peel on the ground. Slipping on a banana peel. That's as funny as it is in Greek as it is on last week with John Oliver, which is in English. <laughs> and not for you, China. And not for you, China. No, because they have a entire. That show is definitely banned in China, right? Yeah, because it's too boring. They're just like, we get it, John. You don't like anything. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I saved a picture of, speaking of weird Chinese entertainment. Excellent. I saved a picture of, there was on the plane, a uh, section of movies that you could watch called comedy. And here is, here's the selection. Here's what the Chinese government considers acceptable comedy. Can't wait to hear this. Now, hang on, let me find it. Okay. So here is China Eastern Airlines. There's three items available. In the humor television section. Awesome. <laughs> Allow me to read you the title. I can't wait to hear this. Interesting animal play. Animal baby. And coquetry animal. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Coquetry? Yeah. Does Did that mean whore? No, it doesn't mean whore. Well, it kind of does mean whore because I think you mean... Are you referring to the word coquettish? Uh-huh. I'm looking up what coquettish means. That has to be from that word, right? I always thought that if somebody was being coquettish, they were being like a bit like teasingly wry, a little bit like deviously seductive, but I don't think it means whore. I thought it was a pejorative. Well, but you know what? I'm looking it up because I, I don't know what it means. Coquettish. I watched Animal Baby, but it was not subtitled in English, so I couldn't understand what the fuck was going on. Behaving in a way as to suggest a playful sexual attraction. Flirtatious. A coquettish grin. Wait, are these Chinese animals getting their fuck on? And do the Chinese find that hysterical? Watching animals seduce <laughs> each other and fuck all day? I no wonder they hate Star Wars. It's got no animal fucking in it. If those bantas went down on those wampas. Hey, speaking of wampus. I hate wampus. I hate it so much. You have a thing. Last night, I take Sriracha out on a date and she just starts talking about something called wampus. She does 40 minutes on wampus during our date and I'm just like, well, uh, I, okay, work was fine for me. Uh, let, let me hear more about your weird wampus problems. I fucking hate Discord. Okay, first of all, are you familiar with Discord's social Twitter? Like, do you follow them on Twitter? Why would I follow Discord? I don't even like going on Discord. Why would I follow them on social? Well, let me tell you, whoever is running the Discord social is, I think, about 85 goddamn years old. They tweeted out this picture of that stupid fucking mascot, Wumpus, which is like the little robot thing with the square head it's a robot i don't know what the fuck it is but i I, hate it you're saying wumpus and i'm imagining like a big blue monster like like sully from monsters inc wumpus is a wumpus is not a name for a robot wumptron 9000 oh how about this is the 
Is the S in Wampus a dollar sign? And is there like an O in it? A zero in it instead of an O? Are there underscores between each letter? Because that's a robot, Wampus. I don't know what the fuck a Wampus is. It seems like it's a tiny, cute little animal. But my problem with it isn't the fact that Wampus exists. That The Wampus is annoying. They keep tweeting these like 10-year-old memes. Like they tweeted out a picture of Wampus sitting on the ground yesterday, turning away from the camera and be like, don't talk to me, I'm ambigree. And then somebody responds back, angry, and they say, ambigree equal, current big mood, much mad, very angry. I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys remember Doge? Remember Doge? You say ambigree. You say it. You'll tell me, oh, no, stereos, our porgs are ambigree. Oh, no, they ambigree. You'll say Amgri. I don't think Amgri is as old as all your bass and Mr. Chi ate my balls. I could make definitely better. Like, Gen Zers don't care about Doge. Okay. Or found, fucking advice dog. I found a picture of Wumpus. It's like a little, he's a purple hippo guy. He's holding a heart. It says, Wumpus appreciates all you. And now I'm seeing Wumpus with like a little headset. He's got a pig nose. Wampus, okay? Wampus. I think this Wampus guy is pretty cute, if I'm um, being quite honest. I'm going to make some Wampus memes okay. right now that we could... Okay, Discord. This, someone clipped this and sent it to Discord. Here's my audition for <laughs> uh, Discord social media. So, listen, nobody cares about Doge or all your base or fucking bad advice dog or whatever that shit anymore. All the kids want weird deep fried memes. So, you remember those t-shirts... Do you remember those t-shirts you'd get at the beach or they'd sell at the beat boardwalk as a kid of like Looney Tunes characters, but they're black and wearing like pimp hats. The Looney Tunes characters in blackface? What? Sort of. It would be like Bart Simpson, but Bart is black and wearing like an oversized... Thank God I didn't go to the beach as a kid. No, I don't remember the thing. <laughs> and it would say shit like, uh, keep my friends close, my enemies closer. And it'd be like Bugs Bunny wearing a pimp hat and Lola Bunny with giant inflated tits. <laughs> so, okay. So we have, we have Wampus, but Wampus is black. <laughs> and he is rolling a joint, but he's rolling a joint off the ass of, I don't know, Wendy from <laughs> Wendy's. But Wendy's ass is gigantic. And you can, she doesn't have her pigtails in. Her hair is kind of down and a little curly, but you can still tell that it's Wendy because she's wearing her dress and it's striped. And she also has the freckles, but the dress is hiked up over her ass. And Wumpus is like using her ass to roll a joint. And he, in the other hand, he's got a Glock. And Wendy also has a Glock And she's licking it But not in the way that you would lick An ice cream cone She's doing that Ahuega Ahegao Ahegao is how you say it I think Ahegao face And then at the top It says I keep that MF thing on me And then at the bottom it says Buy Discord Nitro And then here's just some graphic design notes for the graphic designer, save it as a ping file, convert it to a JPEG, convert it back to a ping file, and do three laps of that. <laughs> Your deep fried gangster wumpus has no place to. Discord is horrible <laughs> enough. Discord is where 
everything terrible happens. It's just, oh my God. You're trying to make Discord worse. Can't you make Discord better? How about this? Here's what I do. Introduce Wumpus Jr. Wumpus is a single mom now. And Wumpus has got to take care of Wumpus because Wumpus Sr. died in the war. And so now Wumpus has to take care of Wumpus Jr. And Wumpus Jr. keeps going to Discord channels where they're told about extreme, like, uh, extreme white supremacist ideology. And Wumpus mom has to be like, no, 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 Jr. Less white supremacy. More... More, uh, Williams, comma, Tennessee. Let's go watch. Let's go. Let's go out to a play of the glass menagerie. And, Sweet uh, home, Alabama. What does that have to do with anything? Just Tennessee. Tennessee is not Alabama. Those are different states. Okay, we got Wampus, but Wampus is a woman. And she's taking a selfie in a mirror. And her tits are, like, gigantic. <laughs> like... Uh huh. I'm talking a two to one waist to hip and waist to boob ratio on uh-huh. Wumpus. Uh-huh. And she's doing that thing where she's like kind of like sticking her tits out in her ass and she's wearing a wig, like a really long wig. And she's had lip injections and she has fake eyelashes and she's wearing a crop top with the Chanel logo on it and then a skirt covered in the Fenty. F's, and she's also carrying a gigantic Louis Vuitton purse. In the other hand, she has a gun. <laughs> and at the top, it says, I only care about one thing, getting bread. And then under it says, buy Discord Nitro. <laughs> Bottom text. <laughs> These memes are poisoning and corrupting our youth. You're turning to... Look. The Discord service might be a literal hellhole. Like, where shit takes a dump is what Discord is. But it sounds like the Discord brand is very cute. It's a li- it's this little purple guy I'm seeing here going, I'm ambigree. The Discord service is down. Oh, no. Epic fail. Epic fail. I'm Wumpus. I love you. Wumpus loves you. I like that. How about this? Wumpus gets his GED. Wumpus had to drop out of high school to because Wumpus had a child out of wedlock and too early and the mom ran away and now Wumpus is a single father. I don't know why all my Wumpuses are single parents, but just go with it. Wumpus goes back to get his GED so he can make a little more money. And then, so every time you buy Discord Nitro, you give Wumpus a credit towards finishing his, his high school education. Wumpus ends up going to community college, opening up a Wendy's, because you lo- apparently we have to get Wendy in here with a joint being rolled on her ass. But it's not the sexy cartoon Wendy's that you like. It's Dave Thomas's daughter, Wendy, from some of those commercials. You know the ones they don't play anymore? Yeah, the fat girl. Hey, I didn't want... Hey, what? What? That, I guess it's okay for you to say because you're a woman and I would never police a woman's language, but I certainly didn't say that. Okay, we got Wumpus. <laughs> we got Wumpus. <laughs> we got Wumpus. But he's sitting at a table surrounded by piles of cash. Like gigantic bricks of money. And uh-huh. he's dressed, he's wearing a do-rag. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. Wumpus has a do-rag uh-huh. on. Mm-hmm. And 
he's smiling a little bit like that side smile and you could see that all of his teeth are gold mm-hmm. you don't see just real quick you don't see any troubling implications <laughs> with uh, with some of the cultural references you're making just go on Snoop Dogg's Instagram and scroll through and just pick any out <laughs> put Wumpus in that and just surround him by stacks of money. And then at the top, it says, I care about two things. Uh, helping my family eat and stacking that paper. And then under it, it just says, Discord night. God damn it! <laughs> you were sending a cherub! How much worse do you want Discord to get? How much worse do we make this goddamn service? Look, I'm going to pitch you... Just one last mu- Wumpus meme. How about this? Let's try to come with a Wumpus meme together. Okay. That satisfies what we both want. All right. What do we, you want? Because my want, my list of un, uh, non-negotiables is I want Wumpus to be a stripper. <laughs> the next one. Okay. My Wumpus is a lawyer who used to be a stripper, used the stripping money to put her through law school, and now she helps get other wumpuses out of human trafficking situations. Is there more than one wumpus? I'm pitching multi-wumpuses here! Yes, if there's a wumpus and a wumpus junior and a wumpus senior, then there's other wumpuses. So there's wumpuses hitting the pole, which you'll love, but then the lawyer, and then there's like a sleazy guy named like Chuck Wumpus, and he's like, sorry ladies, I can't pay you this week. I wiped my asshole with your money. And then he eats the asshole money, and the the lady strippers are like, we have no recourse. We're independent contractors at this strip club. If only there was a Wumpus that knew her legal rights. Former stripper, uh, 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 Sierra Wumpus. I was trying to come up with like a good stripper name, and unfortunately, the only one I could think of was your first name, Sierra. Sorry, Wumpus? Sierra Wumpus. Wumpus does sound like Wumpizzle, Wumpussy. That's what we're naming the lawyer. Wumpussy. That's her stripper name, right? I got. I hate to break this to you, but that stripper's really was not actually Crystal. <laughs> what? <laughs> Former stripper Wumpussy <laughs> comes in. Class action lawsuit against Chuck Wumpus. These strippers stack that paper, and then they all open up Wendy's franchises. And then they all buy Discord Nitro. <laughs> they all buy Discord Nitro with the winning. This is perfect. Wait, is this? Is this? Does this meme satisfy both of our wants and needs? I'm really confused how we're going to communicate all of these ideas in a JPEG image. <laughs> no, 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 this is a feature film. Oh, it's a feature film. I like it. Can we also include a scene where Chuck Wampus gets the shit beat out of him in jail for disrespecting the queens? That's really good. Okay. I like it. <laughs> okay. There we go. We'll call it Shake Your Wampus. I love that. All right. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> That is it for the Loudest Podcast this week. Stay tuned after the music. We're going to have another Replacement Rancha interview. Uh, But thank you so much for listening. Uh, Once again, uh, we got the posters. If you pledge by November 30th, you will get both of these posters signed by us. Yeah, if you pledge $15 by November 30th, uh, by midnight on November 30th, you will get these posters ASAP. We're going to send them out in the mail 
ASAP because we know people, a lot of them are buying them for gifts. Uh, and if you want to buy more posters, just get in touch with us. Uh, anyway, uh, the theme song, uh, the intro was written by Waterboy, the outro theme uh, by Tom from the Roast Mortem Podcast. And this episode was edited by Zwick. If you're looking for a, an audio editor or video editor or an audio or video producer, you can hire him at JP Zwick. That's J-P-Z-W-I-C-K at gmail.com. That's it. Stay tuned for uh, another Replacement Ranch interview. We'll talk to you later. Next, Leo on couch. Leo, what's up? Not much. Unlike my namesake, I'm in bed right now. I'm rather comfortable. And how are you, Asterios? I'm doing all right. I'm looking forward to going to bed myself. Um, yo, what's your rancher topic? I don't really know. I'm kind of the dark horse guy. I came in at the last minute. What have you got on the table? What does Asterios want to talk about? That's a real thank you. That's five rancher points. No one ever asked me what I want to talk about. I hear that the actor who played Wedge Antilles doesn't want to come back for episode nine. He's like, it will bore me. I'm not interested in it. Can you just fucking do the movie? For the love of God, we need this. You don't Listen. do it for yourself, Denise Lawson. Do it for us. Some of us love these little ancillary characters. Some of us don't think we're Luke Skywalker or Han Solo or Chewbacca. But Wedge Antilles? I can project myself into Wedge Antilles like the eighth pilot in the Rebellion. Can you just do the stupid movie, Denise Lawson, for fuck's sake? You know they're not going to give you many lines. Just show up for three days and eat some room service. God. Yeah, Dennis, you big jerk. You're related to Ewan McGregor. You're like his crazy uncle. And you're not going to be in episode nine. You were both Death Stars. You were there. You were Luke's right-hand man. He was, he, he absolutely was there. Cause in the X-Wing books, you know, it's like when a pilot shoots down bad guys, like they draw the ships that they shoot down on their plane. Uh, he has like so many little TIE fighters on his X-Wing and then they're bracketed by two giant Death Star stamps. There's only one pilot that has two Death Star stamps. Cause Luke wasn't flying the second trench run. Um, okay, Leo, are you there? I'm absolutely here. I'm ready to go. Okay, Leo, I just want to hear a little bit about your life, if that's cool. What what, what do you do for a living? Uh, well, I don't really want to know if I should let it know. You know, I'm one of the, when you don't want to answer the phone, you're like, it's a restricted number. I'm a guy on the other side. I'm trying to, you know, get you to buy some products. That- I work from home. What can I say? That's cool. You know, that's life. We all got to look. We all got to do what we all got to do. What are some of your hobbies? Like, what are you into? 
Uh, you know, my hobbies are pretty varied. I'm kind of an everything man. Everybody keeps saying you need to go and, like, compete with this Plinkett guy. You sound a lot like him. I think I want to knock him out of a job, but I'm pretty good at other things. Mowing the lawn, walking the neighbor's dog. I'm also really good at binge-watching television, especially Netflix. Uh, eating is another passion of mine, uh, as well as a little bit of drinking. Now, Leo, you can be honest with me. And I will, I, I may actually, you will get a lot more credit for being honest with me here. First off, thank you for bringing up the Plinket thing. It's what everyone was thinking. Second, is this like a voice you're doing or is this your real voice? Well, it's not exactly my real voice. It really depends. I can throw my voice. If you want to go a little bit more uh, particular, I can switch it up and we can have a fine conversation. No, 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 no. I'd, a, okay, for 20 Sarantia points, even though... She, that's nothing like Sarancha. I'm just giving you the points because I think that's cool. I'm going to do a Plinkett voice too. All right. Hey, what's going on? You want to eat some pizza rolls and get some queso nacheritos? I also like some queso nacheritos. And we'll continue this in part two. <laughs> Someone's gotta, someone's gotta get my VCR fixed and watch a night court tape. Wanna see <laughs> You know, they didn't come out with any kind of night court tape on DVD. <laughs> you can only get it on the bootleg. Oh my God. I love you, Leo on couch. You're great. I'm gonna hang up on you now. Great you job. Great night. You too. I love that guy. I want to. I want to talk to him again in the future and hope to talk to a different voice. 